The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? Kel Strong's Megan Marie here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday, everybody. Um, in case you didn't notice, uh, we were in the Bermuda Triangle last week, so we could not get our shit together and uh, record for you. So here we are now. It's a funny thing about the Bermuda Triangle. We tested the limits, and it is indeed real. And it does <laughs> indeed swallow you up. We were lost in the sauce, if you will. We were 100% lost in the sauce. And I'll spare you guys the full details because um, who cares? But <laughs> um, I did a really cool thing and missed the entire wedding that I was supposed to be at. Um, because, you know, when you fly discount airlines and you show up to the airport. And discount things happen to you. It's the most discount thing of all time. <laughs> so we were both in Mexico, but not in the same part. And she couldn't come to our part, which was tragic. Mm-hmm. And we missed you. Essentially what happened. And it was like, it was like, logistically speaking, on a map, it looks like there should be no reason why it would be difficult. But yeah, we tried to tell her to take a boat, but it didn't work. It's actually funny you say that because I was with someone who was literally like, wait, when, when are you trying to get there? And I was like, tomorrow. And they're like, oh, shame. We're taking our boat there in three days. And I was like, three days is three, two, three days too late, my friend. Literally. Like, thank you for letting me know your plans, I guess. I was, <laughs> but also like what a casual existence to be like, I'm going to take my sailboat and go across the ocean because I can. The like, thing is, like, I don't want to go on your sailboat. I went on the sailboat and I saw whales and it was pretty neat. I will say that. That sounds lovely. And I love that for you. I'm I meant to be on a yacht though. So <laughs> I'm really just holding out for that. Really a yacht girl. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw the marina and I was like, that one. <laughs> the big it looks like Jerry's. Sign me up. Sign me up. Listen, I think we said this on the last show. And while we didn't sign OBJ, we did sign um, another wide receiver. When I say OBJ, I mean yet. And I know, Meg, you'll get into that. 
I'm still open to the concept, but under the only condition is that he has to stay at least a hundred feet away from Jerry's yacht at all times. You're not allowed oh to go God. on the yacht. No. <laughs> Wait, but if you think about it, if they don't sign him until like the off season, if that's even permissible, then he can't do a yacht picture to ruin the playoffs. Oh my gosh. Because he'll be busy. Because he'll be working. Did we just figure out how to cheat the system? I think we just cheated. I think that's what Jerry's actually doing. He was like, you can't yacht picture me if I don't sign you until the playoffs. That's anybody? We've we've, we've figured it out. We just figured it out. So in case you were wondering, that was uh, the long game by Jerry. So props to him. We figured him out, though. So So stay tuned because GTB. He should really play poker. I could get all his tells. Honestly, it's actually kind of funny because he's so superstitious that, like, he 100% has said something about it. Like, jokingly, but, like, there's low-key a part of him that's like, maybe I'm serious. The way that he probably made that joke to his face and was like, yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you come on the yacht sometime after the playoffs. <laughs> after the playoffs, and you cannot take a photo. No documentation. No photos. And take your Tims off. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I guess, I mean, listen, like, since we weren't with you guys last week and thank you to our GTB fam or and our, our BTB fam rather for covering our booties or covering our booties and let us do the Bermuda thing. Um, wow. Yeah, there's like the Wi-Fi there is just not fantastic. I'll, I won't lie. It, you know, and I'm also a boomer and forgot to turn my Wi-Fi on and I need a new phone. So the combination of, of Apple doing the whole like, oh, you've had a phone 15 months, I'm going to stop working thing. And then me also not realizing that, you know, I wouldn't have cell service if I didn't turn my Wi-Fi on was a pretty poor combination for communication. That's really interesting because I had cell service, but like it was just kind of poor. It like wasn't, you know, it took forever to load things. It would like send my messages like 10 minutes later, which, hey, that's fine. But I had like free roaming or whatever um because of my plan so i didn't technically have to use the wi-fi i did i was on the wi-fi the whole time for the most part because i didn't leave there for more than like an hour but um i didn't leave (laughs) i didn't leave i almost did a really stupid phone thing i did do a stupid phone thing but it didn't turn out bad i should say i definitely dropped my phone all the way at the bottom of the pool oh bro and it took me a minute to like realize what i did and everyone would just look at me and i was like oh my god (laughs) And it's so okay. I dove down like it was like a one of those things that you the things that you throw in the pool and then you like dive after them. Yeah. I with a swiftness, I pulled it back up and it was still working. It still works now. Oh my so God. that could have been bad. That's a harrowing tale. That's an actual millennial night. It was. It was it was everyone was just like, Are you okay? And I was like, No. You're like, define okay, because I'm pretty sure I'm I was not. Like, he keeps giving me margaritas. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Oh my God. Wow. Well, yeah. in light of that, um, hope you enjoyed I, our tales. Yeah. But I, have, I have some thoughts just that, that I didn't get off last week. Yeah. Um, that I, I just have to get off my chest because like the way that I was so excited, you know, I, you know, I got, you guys know what words are hard. You know that I want to sign OBJ. Yeah. Sadly. Right. But like his visit was like super exciting to me just because of like the fanfare of it all. It was truly giving me life. Right. Um, the fact that he went to the Mavs Suns game 
with, you know, obviously Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, we're doing business. We're in Jerry's seats, Correct. you know, with Jerry's friend, Corey Gamble, who is the longtime boyfriend of Chris Jenner. Um, Chris Jenner, who is the mother of Kendall Jenner, whose yeah. ex-boyfriend was playing on the court. Devin Are you following this, everyone? Get out you your and paper. This is and a culture tree. I was just like freaking out. I was like, what are they talking about? Like, I need to know. Like, I was dying. I was dying. I was, the fact that Corey was there was like freaking me out. I know he's a Cowboys fan. He goes to a lot of Cowboys games. He comes to camp a lot. Like, big Cowboys guy. They, uh, the whole Kardashian fam was out for the, uh, the Rams game. I know they got booed. I laughed. Um, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I was just dying over the fact that all of these things were happening at once because Corey's still tight with Devin Booker. And I was just like, this dynamic is like slaying me. And, you know, of course, Dez had to show up and did we, he posted his bill from Nick and Sam's. Yeah. And um, they, he, his part of the bill was $19,000. Well, that was a split bill. Are you kidding me? I think it was a split bill. That's, I honestly, if I ever got a bill like that, I would just have to pass away. Like <laughs> they were like showing him a freaking time. Hold yeah. on. There's like, I was absolutely slain by like what they were ordering. They had like Don Julio, like crazy stuff. That was like $200 a shot. Oh. Hold on. No, but honestly, while you're oh. looking that up, I would like to see you as a project. Like, you know, this could be like your GTV capstone project <laughs> where you create like, you know, the six degrees of, of separate, like Kevin Bacon, whatever the hell it is. Like, you know what I mean? And <clears throat> I feel like that's like, I was thinking about when you just said like the Kardashians, like, I feel like that exists. Like, cause then Kim Kardashian dated Miles Austin. And I'm like, I wonder if she and Corey trade stories about going to Dallas. And then I was like, you know what though? Just in general. But also Chloe Kardashian came to Dallas a lot. Lamar Odom played for the Mavs cool. and they lived at the uh, Renaissance and also at Courtney. downtown. Courtney, Courtney. What to SMU. Yeah. After going to the University of Arizona. Why do I know all this? I don't know. I like the way I texted Jeff Kavanaugh because he was like, I don't know who this man. And I was, I was like, let me give you the breakdown. I sent him to him. I was like, use this how you will. That I need to get my knowledge out somewhere. But that's why I'm saying I feel like you should make like um like almost like a, you know, like a family tree, but it's like a family tree that leads back to Jerry, but not, but it's like celebrity. Oh, that's easy. That would be amazing. Well, and okay. So I knew that OBJ was friends with the Kardashian family, but I mostly think it is because of Corey. So like a little, that shouldn't have surprised me as much as it did, but I was like, he had to have come into watch the game and then like stick around or like courting um obj to be a dallas cowboy and i was like this is just fantastic I'm, and, and honestly i need to know what you make of jerry's comments this week where he was like stay tuned like do is we, that i feel like we talked about this um in the off season because i have a dis no i feel like it was in september because i have a distinct memory of being in port aransas like recording a show with you and we were like why does he keep talking why does he say these things all the time why right. can't he just shut up why does he keep driving these narratives into the ground and uh here he goes again so is, is jerry the greatest showman alive this is the greatest show god 
I, I mean, I'll grab my popcorn, but. It's what I'm having for dinner. Popcorn it. and Brussels sprouts and my dog sitting here eating them with me while we talk about. But if you were wondering, and if there you- was there was an Añejo that was like two fifty two a pop and they got five of them. Oh, but it was double. Still, that's crazy. Let me tell you how many Añejos I had this past weekend and how many there weren't above $100, but how good I still felt. So I can't imagine that stuff must be straight magic. Like you must lemon drops. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, but they're not your your average lemon drop. They got uh, Azul Reposado lemon drops. Are you? That is... I can't decide if I think it's a goal or a dream to have that kind of like F you money where you're just like, you know what, you you know, just wash all of my dishes in bottled water, spring water, wash all of my dishes in Fiji water. Like that's, that's what that $200 bottles of wine on here too. Wow. They like, and you know, they, they ate porterhouses and lobster mac and cheese, um, I've, I might just repost this for fun because I like got a real kick out of it. If you cannot tell. It's um. So what I'm trying to say is that if OBJ isn't convinced after that feast and what we provided for him and that, and that recruiting trip, then he's straight tripping. He got his name chanted at the Mavs game. Like we love you come here. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, like whether you love him or hate him, he's exactly a cowboy though. Like, for that reason. Like he has the star power. People know his name. They have opinions about him, whether they're right or wrong. People are big fans. People are like hate him. Like he's a cowboy. He is. He just is. It's you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I like I digress though. I'll I'll uh, I'll let it go. But I had to get that off of my chest from last week. Um, since I had no outlet in which to scream about it. So thank you for humoring, humoring me. Words are hard. I'm thrilled um, that we still have hope at the very least. But there is some good news if you were looking for some immediate uh, enjoyment. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, what's, I whatever. It's, we got T.Y. Hilton and <clears throat> former pro bowler, Indianapolis Colts. Um, and you know, he came on Monday and they just didn't even let him leave the building. And they were like, okay, you're, you're done. You're in like, let's go. And and I think that, you know, is he as flashy of a pick potentially as an OBJ? No, but OBJ is also not medically like ready to play yet. And you have, you have someone who is in T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton has position flex. He can play a lot of different roles in this team. I think we're seeing, especially down the stretch, you know, when you get to this point in the season, everyone on your team is hurt, (laughs) no matter if they are quote hurt or not, like they are hurting in some capacity. Like it's just physically how bodies operate when they are under such stress for an extended period of time. And, you know, I think that having him, he's, he seems to be, at least he claims to be in good shape. I think they can get him in a rotational setting this weekend and then they can have him ready by the Eagles. And he just needs to kind of learn the Cowboys lingo is what everyone's saying, but it's not like, they're running anything crazy, incredibly intricate or nuts that he wouldn't be able to learn, especially as a vet. So I feel like it was a good pickup. I mean, past the Houston Texans, they were able to figure it out. Hey! Um, no, but I agree with you. He's he's a dynamic guy. He's, you know, 
it's kind of almost his swan song in a way. Like he hadn't played this entire season. Um, but I love the fact that, you know, the talk around him is that he's spending 10 hours at the star every day, like really immersing himself in the culture and in like, you know, the lingo, as you said. So, I mean, it's, I'll be excited to see how this pans out because they obviously saw something in him. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I love hearing that too. I feel like there's a lot of talk about he can stretch the field, which I think is totally fair. And I think that's a good thing. We all know he's like, quote, not in his prime, but I'm not going to go as far as to say like, you know, he's not, I mean, neither is Jason Peters. Right. But like, he's still adding a lot of value. Like this isn't a Dontari Poe pick. And I'm not, I guess I'm coming at this <laughs> from a con- connotation of like, oh. I'm going to make a list of the stories or like references that you make a lot. And this is not a bad thing. I love them. And I love this. But that is one of them that you do a lot and I love it. Because it was just like so alarming to me that we like, who was the other dude that we signed who got chased by a bear and literally did not even make the team? <laughs> what was that? Um, ever, ever seen Griffin? No. Question mark? No, no. No, no, no. That was also a dumb sign, by the way. That was, yeah. But then he went, then he left, and then he was all right again. Oh, damn. Exactly. What was that guy's name? Um, He played for the Bears. We, did he? No, yeah. I don't know. He got chased by a bear. No, but the bear was in Florida. He literally got chased by a bear, and this is like someone. And a player got chased by a bear. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, this, this person's way too famous for me not to remember his name, but like, he really was forgettable, like at the end of his career, which was such a shame. The fact that there are so many stories about bears in Florida is a little upsetting. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. But I guess I say all that while you're looking up that person, because I really need to know who it is. Like such an alarming thing to happen across the mainly not making a team versus the bear. But I, I just feel like, you know, he can, he can, be like a tone setter you know there was there was a lot to be said for what Amari Cooper brought to the table and again like I'm not comparing T.Y. Hilton to Amari Cooper like in their current state as it is right now but I do feel like there's something to be said for players that have been there players that have you know that, that can just break that experience can help alleviate some of the stress some of the I mean defenses aren't going to ignore him by any means so I just feel like there's a lot of opportunity to help create a different dynamic for this offense. And I feel like it's needed, you know, like you have CD lamb, who's a really good wide receiver. You have Michael Gallup, who's a good wide receiver. You have Noah Brown, who's solid, but like we, we would be fooling ourselves that we would even try to say that we're having the same conversations that we were having two years ago. when we're like, this is the best wide receiver trio in the league. It's 3000 yard wide receiver potential, like blah, blah, blah. So I guess I just feel like, I'm good with it. Like I'm, I think it was a smart sign. I don't think it was that risky, especially with the money that they paid. So I feel like we're, I feel like we're sitting pretty. It was one of those ones where it was like very, as you, you like to call it bargain bin a little bit, but I mean, and he does, he does fit that MO to it, to a degree. Um, But he, know, he has a little bit more uh, sexiness about him. Like, not his looks. I'm talking about like the name. You people know who T.Y. T. Hilton is, even though my mother called him Ty, and I almost just did it right now. But, haha, Clinton Dix. <laughs> You're I mean, welcome. 
that was my Google. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, like that was perfect because I was so, like, this, this man is way too famous for us to be forgetting his name, but like, <laughs> dang, he was forgettable. Okay, so when I I Googled Dallas Cowboys NFL player got chased by a bear in Florida and like 5 million things showed up about Florida men and bears and it was kind of scary. Yeah, I, Murphy, you don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Murphy's really digging mom's Brussels sprouts Wikipedia right of Dallas Cowboys knowledge. And it was ha ha Clinton Dix that got chased by a bear in Florida. So there you go. So all, all in all, we don't view this as a ha ha Clinton Dix situation. I think we about it. And I think that's a good place to be. And it also, you know, take that, which it feels like a solid, you know, you're like, okay, thumbs up. Like, yeah, heck yeah. Like I'm good with this. Like, okay, cool. Like you're not like bouncing off the walls. I'm bouncing right. off the walls again. Welcome to ADHD. Thank you. Um, but you are just, you're, you're thrilled. Like you're happy. You're like, okay, cool. Like I'm, I can, I can do that. Like, yeah, I'm good with that. Like it's, it's like, a. I'm trying to make a reference for like, you know, when, it, when you're like, I don't know what I want to eat for dinner, but someone's like, you want Chipotle? And I'm like, yeah, I'll eat Chipotle. Or like I'll always have like street tacos. Like it's like one of those and you feel good about it. It's like, that's where I'm at. Yeah. It's you and El Come tacos is one of those. It really is. I'm pretty positive. I help keep them in business. <laughs> if you okay. don't know what El Come tacos are, um, come to Dallas and find out. Come, come hang. Let's go get a taco together. <laughs> and then we'll go get a... We'll go get a cocktail in the speakeasy afterwards. It's and cute in there. I won't lie. It's super cute. Um, all right. So that's kind of the catch up um, on where. We did make a big boy signing because our big boy that we signed got hurt. So I'll just briefly mention that we signed Anthony Rush. Um, and he used to play for the Eagles. So, you know, how exciting. There you go. I, he was on there. So he has a lot to, he's going to eat them alive, basically. That's what I'm telling you. Okay, I'm good with that. I think that's good. And I miss already. So speaking of Eagles, Dallas Cowboys are facing the former Eagles head coach, Super Bowl winner, Doug Peterson. I personally have a lot of respect for him. I know, I think, I don't know. I mean, I think you do too, especially since he doesn't play, he doesn't coach the Eagles. I don't know how I feel about Doug's. Fair. I should probably feel the same about Doug's. Doug's are the worst. Sorry, Doug's. Doug's, <laughs> Walker's, Nathan's, they can all do things. Oh. <laughs> they can all lose to the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I uh, I think it's funny, though, because when you think about the Jaguars, I don't know about you, but I'm always like, oh, like they're terrible. You know, it's like you you go back, you're like Blake Bortles, right? And then you're like, oh, they, you know, Jalen Ramsey. And then he had to get out of there. And then you're like, Urban Meyer, not even worth talking about. Like, it's just, it's like, it's a mess, right? And they get like two first round picks and which, you know, sure. I'm sure that's exciting for their fans, but it's never really a super optimal place to be because it means you're terrible. Well, enter Doug Peterson. And it really seems that Trevor Lawrence has some life and at least some hope breathed back into him. I mean, listen, there's their, their record. They are a perfect example in my mind of a team that on paper doesn't truly reflect their capabilities. 
No, I feel like you're right. It's one of those teams that you just kind of, you're like, oh, it's the Jags. You know, they like, they play in London. They don't really play here. Like, who cares about Jags? Right. But, right. um, yeah, they're not bad. They, uh, they beat the Titans, which, like, I can't tell if that's a good or bad thing necessarily. I, you have, you can't ignore the Titans though. So that Remember one was kind of. I'm so sorry. I'm so unmedicated tonight. Like it's wheels off. Keep going. <laughs> Remember the Titans. Yes. <laughs> Hero fun, sir. <laughs> no, but you're right. And like, I think it's a place where, you know, they've had, if you look at like their schedule, like they, like the Chiefs game, like the Titans, like it's like they have a couple games where you, where you have to take notice and turn your head and you're like, okay, like, all right. Yeah, sure. You're five and eight, but like, mm, I'm not completely ignoring what you're bringing to the table. Like this to me is earlier in the season, we were like, oh, this is going to be an easy stretch. And then of course the Cowboys went full cowboy and, um, you know, did whatever they did last week with the Texans. But I'm not, I'm kind of like taking my eraser a little bit and like erasing half the circle. Cause I'm like, yo, this could not be as easy as we think. Yeah, I'm glad I wrote that one in pencil. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those things. Okay, so I think the funniest gauge for me to go off of is the fact that like I picked um, Travis Etienne and also Trevor Lawrence to be on my fantasy football team, and I play them almost every week. Um, in lieu of like Aaron Rodgers or you know I forget who else I had on running back. I've we've had a turntable of people. Um, but they, they are known not only to put up fantasy points, but they put up yards. They, they're a, a well-oiled machine together. So I, I am scared. Yeah. I mean, I am a little bit too. And like, I feel like this team, our team, you know, you can look at last week, one of two ways. Like, well, I think I've said this a couple of times this year where the Cowboys have played with their food and yeah, they definitely, I don't even know. I would kind of say that with the Texans. But it really kind of more so felt like they they didn't have enough control to even be playing, be lifting the fork and, you know, yeah. trying to play with the food. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it was just more like, a, oh, I forgot how to use a knife, you know, <clears throat> and you're just like trying to use a butter knife on a, a really thick steak. Like, you can't do anything. That's and it's like, you know, it's yes. And <clears throat> so I just felt like, to me, you know, looking at this upcoming matchup, I'm really interested in seeing them put together the run game. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with this O-line. O-line's all about continuity. And you've got Tyron Smith, who should be coming back, but then he's rumored to come back on the right side, not the left side. And I mean, honestly, that's a that's a pretty big move, y'all. Like, it's a really big move. Like, yeah, no one clear what they're actually going to do with all that. I don't know. Josh Ball being involved in this this conversation scares me a little bit too, especially after last week. I don't have to explain myself, I don't think. No. Josh Ball was like they're playing for the other team. And I was like, what are we doing? Like, what's happening? And I just feel like I don't know, like I'm just I it it's there are some things where I really hope that this team just took last week and like got it out of their system and they're like, okay, like yep, we had our sloppy game. Like that was nasty, like the ick and like, we're done. So 
I'm going to talk about my scared cowboy's brain and then my like delusional cowboy's brain real okay. quick. Let's hear it. Scared cowboy's brain is like, wow, you know what? Like, don't ignore the Jags. Also, like you have like, are they going to try to skip over them a little bit just because they have the Eagles like the following week and that's such a giant game for them? Like, is are they going to be focused on that? Are we really even going to give the Jags much like focus in general? And that scares me. Now, on the other hand, we are that team, though. I'm sorry. Like, I do have to say, like, even after last week, we are those guys. We are him, okay? Like, our defense, chef's kiss. Beautiful. We love them. Right. Um, the running game, please, come on. And now, like, C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, there's every reason in the world to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not just because they're the quote-unquote Jacksonville Jaguars, but just because they should be beating all these teams on the stretch. They shouldn't make it that close as they did last week. Learn your lesson. Dude, move on. But that's like the Cowboys to a T. Like, that's always been the Cowboys storyline. Like, they have every reason to do something or to not do something. And yet they find a way to let you down. And like, I really do hate to be that guy, but it's like the inconsistency is really what kills me. Like, it really is. Like, it kills me. Like I said, I am both of them. I am the scared brain, the scared cowboy's brain, and I am the delusional cowboy's brain. And that's why you guys tune in every week. I'm just kidding. Well, I personally think that Trevor Lawrence is going to have himself a nice little game. I think he's doing well. I, I, I he's going to the ground. Yeah, I think that he – it's honestly, though, like Dan Quinn, I think it's the first time Dan Quinn and Doug Peterson has actually, like, faced off which will be kind of fun. And I just feel like Dan Quinn is frothing at the mouth to get a hold of Trevor Lawrence. And like, you know, that's going to be a really fun matchup in my mind. And so I just really think that this defense is ultimately going to be, I think that that's going to be the main matchup to watch. I really do. And if they can do a good job of containing Trevor Lawrence and not letting Doug Peterson you know, take advantage of them and get the offense off the field and get our offense back on the field so they can actually do some things. I feel like we're going to be, I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout, but like, I feel like if they can do that consistently, consistently and do it well, we'll be in a good place. Yeah. I I mean, I agree with you 100%. Um, what are some things that you would like to see in a win? Like, who are you looking at? To make a big play. Um, you know, I'll be honest, like for me, it's gonna be little things. Like I think for me, I really it's always just little victories. It's little victories in Kelsey Charles land. For me, it's gonna be about, you know, what are we gonna do? Like I think that Tyler Smith is a younger player. I know he's a younger player, obviously, but like earlier in his career than some of these guys on the right side. So I'm gonna hope that if Tyler Smith really is indeed the future at left tackle, which I think he is, then I hope they keep him there. And I think, I hope to see him have a strong game because listen, Dak Prescott got a little bumped around last week. I don't need to have that happen again. And then I would just, I'm, I'm looking to see them have a good rotation, like whatever they figure out for the right side. I want to see it click and I want to see it gel. And I really want to see these veterans, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, like all these guys like step up and kind of fill the gaps 
and make this transition seamless. Like I, it's a weird part of the game to be focused on, but I really think that this game is going to be paramount for them to try to get that cadence and then be able to establish and build upon that moving into the postseason. So um, that's a big one for me. It just is. I think that, and then I also feel like seeing what T.Y. Hilton, if he can have like some flashes and have some sort of contribution, um, that is also going to be big in my mind. Uh, uh, you know, Micah Parsons, I don't even have to say his name. Like I, I want, I just want Micah to have fun. <laughs> Uh, get it in this week because uh, we're going to need you again. Um, I'll go a little more micro. I um, I really want to see. So, you know, Dak has admitted that he has had um, some questionable throws, you know, in the last few games uh, that he would love to take back and that, you know, he felt like he was maybe forcing a little bit. Um, this is going to be uh, Ezekiel Elliott's 100th career game. And uh, he is the ninth running back in franchise history to play 100 games for the Cowboys. Yo. So I think that my boy Zeke is going to have himself a day. We're going to be eating. We're going to be going down the field. We're going to run the ball. That's what I think. I love that. I think that's – I think we do that to win. I think focusing on – not focusing on the running game, but really, like, giving those guys let, – let their legs get under them. Let them – let Zeke eat. I want it. We need it. It's it's almost Christmas. We just got through Thanksgiving. It's another eating season. The lion and the Zeke are always hungry. <laughs> okay, well, um, it sounds like we both have confidence that this Cowboys team can pull out the win if they don't completely F it up. So let's pray that happens. Um <laughs> I, I did I did want to get your thoughts on um the Micah Parsons conversations because listen, Micah has been um certainly outspoken lately on social media and that did not change this week when he went on Von Miller's show and he claims that he was clipped and they just took off basically long story short the narrative in the media is that Micah doesn't think Jalen Hurts is worthy of the MVP and uh Meg okay the thing is that like I didn't hear him say that like I watched that clip and that's not the way I interpreted what he said like he was just like, don't, do you think it should be Jalen Hurts? And he was like, is it him or the team? Like, just like seriously wondering. Yeah. Maybe I'm, that's fine. Um, but <laughs> I didn't really think it was such a jab. I mean, he said he was good. It's not like he was like, he's garbage. Honestly, like. He didn't need to walk it back so much. He was like, well, they hate me. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's Eagles, they're always going to find. You yeah, know. they're always going to hate you. Especially Correct. But, like, I think in my mind, like, what I'm looking at is that I feel like <laughs> it, I do think he was clipped. Like, I don't think that's a fair assessment of what he was saying because he literally was more having a conversation. And he even explained this today in the media. And he was like, guys, like, I wasn't, which, by the way, God, I'm my brain today is so wild. He looks like those new, sh those new, like, I think they're, they look like sprinkles shirts. Like, it was like a sprinkle. Mm -hmm anyways um I I really just feel like he was more so talking about the fact that like MVP conversations are largely offered and around quarterbacks right like it's it's a quarterback conversation and in reality like MVP really is most valuable player like it's open to defense guys 
and he and he's on a show with defensive other defensive superstars. So like I think he's right. more having conversation around that versus like no Jalen Hurts sucks. Like he wasn't saying that. Like he was literally just like he literally even mentioned oh. Darius Slay, like who is on the Eagles. Like it's like it's not. It's just che- a cheap trick. It was it's lazy on you know the clickbait types to even engage in that kind of narrative that isn't even accurate. And he's not a hundred percent wrong. Like he really isn't. Like. It's no, and we were actually talking about this about like the Heisman too. Like, why does I it have to be earlier? Yeah. I was like, why does it have to be those guys, dude? No, get out of my brain. I'm not joking. The last I looked this up today. So Lawrence Taylor was the last player, defensive player, to win the MVP. Right, right. Lawrence Taylor, which Micah Parsons, as we know, gets gets referred to. Like they get compared. And then right. I looked up the Heisman because I was like, the Heisman's just the all-around best high school, best college player too. When was the last time a defensive player? Like, it's always a quarterback. We know Devontae Smith won in 2020. But literally, Charles Woodson is the... It should have been quick and soon. Fight me. Literally. Like, Charles Woodson. That's the last time. It's it's like you can count on one hand. Like, it's it's the nature of those awards and they do always go to the quarterbacks. And you can argue if you want about like if that's merited or not. Like some believe it is. I, you know, I think honestly, like I got into a discussion about it today with Jane Slater. And I was like, I just, I 100% see his point. But then I also see the other side where I'm like, I kind of feel like defense is a little bit of like a thankless role. Like there's a reason why, you know, guys want to be wide receivers instead of DBs, but then they can't make wide receivers. So they go to DB. Right. Like it's like the defense's job is to get the other team off the field. So the wire, so like the offense can go and win the game for them. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of thankless. I completely agree. Agree with you. I, um, I feel like if anyone's going to flip that narrative though, and like, I mean, he tried to like make his point there, but I think the guy is going to, that's going to do it is going to be Mike Parsons. Yeah. Because I mean, we, we see all day over here on the Cowboys that defense can score points. <clears throat> Yeah, looking at you, offense. Um, but <laughs> Micah Parsons is such a star. He's an outspoken guy. He's a leader, um, and he's freaking good at his job. Very like, good. if they get that far, if they, if he's up for discussion, I feel like he has a very strong case. Anytime that he's anytime he's brought up in that discussion, so why not him? Honestly, it could be fun. I'm telling you, and like. it's we like fun things it's a legitimate talking point and I don't know man like I just think that you know it's no coincidence that every single time when you have like another head coach talking about the upcoming matchup against the Cowboys that Micah Parsons is the name that they talk about it's you know it's just like why he got off of his weekly talk show appointment at the beginning of the year because this stuff is going to get clipped no matter what yeah 100%. So I have something, a game that I want to play with you. Uh Um, So there's been this trend on TikTok. You know, it's me. I'm on TikTok all the time. It's me. Um, I'm the problem. It's me. Um, But it's where like friends are like making lists or friends, couples, whatever. They're making lists of each other, like icks for their, whoever they're doing it with. Yeah. Um, 
And let me clarify something to you people. An ick is not like, an ick is like irrational. It's like a guy that wears socks. It's like my friend Taylor that like carries around a apple cutter with him everywhere he goes. And he does not eat the apple skins. He takes the apple, the sliced apple, and like eats it like a corn on the cob and leaves the skin around. What? That's an ick. Lassie, what are you doing? A giant ick. That is, you know it's what? It's like being a passenger in your car and screaming every time you take a turn. Ick. Okay. It's okay. a rational. Okay. So who are you naming icks for? We're naming icks for the Dallas Cowboys right now. Okay. First ick. Dak Prescott's loose long sleeves. <laughs> they make me cringe. I don't like them. Why? They look weird. They give me the ick. But okay, counterpoint. If they if they were tight, would he look like a tryhard? Why well, wear sleeves at all? Good question. I have no answer to that. <laughs> exactly. But they they're loose. He's like, I'm trying to keep my arms warm so I can do things. Maybe it's because he has that, whatever. I'm not going to try to rationalize it because this is irrational, okay? Okay, fair. Like What's your other one? Uh, Kellen Moore's face after he draws up a quote-unquote cute play that fails. <laughs> do you actually know what his face looks like when he does this? Or are you just like... take a picture of it next time because like, every time he does it, I'm like, look at that face. Oh. He looks like he was about to be so proud of himself and now he's not. You look like you just did something really stupid. <laughs> I like that one. Anyway. I was like, I couldn't tell when I saw that one. I was like, is this something that she's like envisioning in her mind of like, I bet he actually looks like this. Yeah. No, that's how I feel. Okay. What else? Um, I'll say uh, Micah Parsons taking back things. Just stand in what you have to say. That. Don't take it back. Yeah, that's fair. You said what you said. That's they, they interpreted it wrong. Don't explain yourself. Just explain it on the field. Ick. <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> this one isn't fair because he's not on the team anymore, but Jalen Smith in his sunglasses, ick. Oh, my God. I was like, I was like, bruh, can we stop with this? Like, I need you to stop. Like, it's not. I am in sports marketing, and I hate it. Like, well, then you should have some good icks other than that. I mean, that was a good one. Yeah. So uh, that's an ick for me. You could have a good ick. What's a good ick? Like a solid one. Like, they don't, they don't have to be good or bad. Do you not know what an ick is, Kelsey? You Can you tell I'm not on TikTok? I feel like an incredibly big boomer right now. It's, really, it's become like part of the lingo these days. So let me keep you hip. Yeah. Okay? You. You, I can tell you what your icks are about other like random guys. Tell me right now. Navy sheets. <laughs> Socks and <butt. laughs> If you have, If you have navy or brown sheets, I'm done. First of all, I have navy sheets, so fall back. Well, that's not fair. I have black sheets, so I'm breaking my own rules now. Black schooler. They're ugly sheets. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but those are icks. Those are not like real reasons not to like somebody. They're irrational. Hmm. 
I feel like that's a completely rational. If you don't have, if you have a tapestry over. Now we're getting into red flags. Oh, what's it? It versus a red flag. Something that gives you the ick, like that makes you unattracted to that person. Hmm. Even Uh, if it's momentarily. This is a red flag, but liking eagles, that's annoying. Also, like. That's what Dave is mean about Dave, is that he likes Philly teams. That's That's a secret. That's an ick. That he likes Philly. I hate that. I really do hate that about him. I'm like, I need you to stop. Like, you could probably do a whole list of Davics. That's how we came here. <laughs> he doesn't throw water bottles away. His whole entire car is full of them. Literally swimming in water bottles. That's an ick. He also he left, he left breakfast tacos in his car for weeks. <laughs> that was, I learned that ick. <laughs> That's not irrational. <laughs> His car now, always hating all bad. Even on his birthday, like on Thursday, Thursday, <laughs> his eyebrow twitch. Ick. <laughs> uh, see now you get it. <laughs> Next week you better have some icks for me because I'm gonna teach you a thing or two. I'll come up with some icks. They're I'll- supposed to be irrational. Do we really hate Dave? Are we not going to be his friend because he rubs his eyebrows? No. <laughs> Do I hate Dak because he has flowy sleeves? No. But they give me the ick. But they give. I I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out for next week for sure. Right, y'all tell me your icks about the Cowboys. Next week we'll come at you with some icks of the game, and you know maybe some picks of the game. We'll talk about it. Hey. Um. All right. Well. That's all I've got for you guys. What else did you, what else is on your list, young Mego? Um, <clears throat> oh, I want to shout out to the only Jags fan that I know. Um, Desi Ritter, oh. your queen. I'm sorry that your team is going to catch us out this week. Um, we love you anyways. You're gorgeous. You're a badass. Your team sucks. <laughs> Desi, we love you. In true ADHD fashion, God, I need to go take my medication. I did did this note today. I like did some research before I went on my other show on how Jonathan Hankins has impacted the run game. And I was like, like weeks one through, it's good. It's good ish too, right? I'm just going to tell you guys because my, this is what it's like to be ADHD. I wrote it on a sticky note and I took the pregame notebook of like preparation notes. And I put my sticky note of research somewhere in this notebook. And then I proceeded to lose it because <laughs> I flipped the pages and I just now found it five hours later. So good times. Um, so now you get to hear a final fun fact before we sign off, because I think it's important and then I'll tweet it. But uh, we had talked a lot about the run game and how it was just the run defense had been struggling, right? But in the beginning of the season, and then they brought in Hankins and you know, defensive tackle. You're like, okay, that'll stop up the middle. That's going to be helpful. And indeed he was. So weeks one through seven, right? Like people are averaging 4.45 yards a carry against us. You know, there's 847 total yards given up um, in rushing. And then comes. Hankins. So after he gets here, we are allowing a half yard less per carry at 4.1 or so. 
And then we're also letting, allowing 20 yards less of rushing per game. But the place where I feel like we're all seeing it the most, because like, yeah, like that's an impact for sure. But I feel like we're really seeing it in some of these bigger chunk plays. So rushing plays of 20 plus yards that we were giving up weeks one through seven, just guess how many we had given up, Meg. How many? 16. Two. And post Hankins. It's an era, right? We've only given up three. So congrats to Jay Money on helping us stop. You didn't want to bring that up when I was talking about how Hankins is gone and we are having Anthony Rush come in? You want to bring that up earlier? I did want to bring it up, but you know what? Um, You're welcome for being ADHD (laughs) and finding a relevant note 10 years later. You're welcome, everyone. All right, guys. Um, thanks for hanging with us. We do appreciate it. Uh, despite all the ADHD matter. One quick note for you. Uh, for those of you that ordered a Dallas River Philly for Never shirt, we are getting that order placed for you. Again, I do want to continue to reiterate. We appreciate y'all's support and we're able to make some really cool donations to an amazing mental health charity, NAMI. Um, I do want to make sure you guys are aware that we have jobs and um this is something that we do on the side for y'all because it's fun and also because of the fact that we are not an actual store we have to physically collect your money get it deposited then go place an order through a printer which takes 10 days then they have to ship it to us then we have to package it buy labels turn around and ship it to you so we don't forget about you that is a process we are more than happy to do it because it's fun for us to celebrate and do something fun with you guys. But I just want to make sure that we are reiterating and thanking you for your patience because it is a process and can't do guarantees by Christmas, all those things. It's just out of our hands, but we're excited to get these shirts in your hands and celebrate our favorite saying. So that being said, um, come hang out with Megan on social media. I am on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. I keep forgetting to tell you guys that I'm at Hey Kelsey Charles. But in light of the shirts that you guys are going to wear proudly after you so patiently receive them, Megan, leave the good people with what they need to know. Dallas forever. Philly for never. Birds are not real. Bye, guys. It's real.